Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Friday, September 2nd. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's what we're following today. The water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi continues. Plus, the stakes for the Artemis mission to the moon. But first, Biden's MAGA warning. That's today's one big thing. Remember when President Biden would go out of his way not to name former President Trump when speaking publicly? Well, those days are long gone. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. That was Biden speaking last night in primetime from Philadelphia with a warning about what's at stake in the midterm elections. Axios' Margaret Tolliv is here with more. Margaret, with President Biden also saying that former President Trump and his MAGA supporters intend to take America backwards, is this intended to be a warning about democracy or is this a political partisan message? Is both an answer? Because I think he's trying to have both. But right now, What Joe Biden's trying to do is he's trying to protect Democratic majorities in the House and Senate. I think fundamentally, Joe Biden does believe that the Republican Party in its current state is so kind of stuck to Trump mode, whatever that is at any given moment, that there are risks for democracy involved in it. And he said as much in official speeches as well as political speeches. What Joe Biden was trying to do in that speech was to distinguish all Republicans from this core of what he kept referring to again and again and again and again, just in case you missed it, as MAGA Republicans. The political risk for him is that all Republicans will feel painted with a broad brush. And how emboldened is he to make this argument now, given where he stands in approval ratings and where we're at in this country? Well, he's certainly more emboldened now than he was a couple weeks ago. Polling shows him in the mid-40s. He was in the mid to high 30s only a few weeks ago. So he's not, you know, at 65 percent, but he's in a much stronger position than he was just a few weeks ago. But also, Donald Trump is in a much weaker position because the former president is actually in quite a bit of hot water, not just in terms of the details of that FBI search coming out and making clear that he had no business having a lot of those documents, and he and his team knew that they were holding on to those documents. But also in terms of how centrist voters and some Republicans are reading his actions, and we saw so much loud, vociferous support for Trump, that Trump was a victim, outrage on Trump's behalf, demanding explanations for the search in those early days. That has quieted down quite a bit. There are many Republicans now, not just Republican voters, Republicans in elected office around the country who are pretty uncomfortable about tethering themselves to that message anymore. Exos is Margaret Tolliv. I'm going to take a page from Mike Allen and say have the best weekend. Thank you, Nyla. Another update for you this morning. In Jackson, Mississippi, residents continue to struggle with a water crisis after river flooding caused the city's main water treatment plant to fail. I've been saying that it's not a matter of if our system would fail, but when our system would fail. That's Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba on CNN earlier this week. After four days of little to no water from their faucets, some residents have reported that the water that is making it through the faucets is cloudy or brown prompting officials to advise residents to shower with their mouths closed. 
Schools have had to shift to remote learning. Restaurants and businesses are struggling without reliable running water. And politicians at the State House are using porta potties. The city's more than 150,000 residents, more than 80% of whom are Black, are now waiting in long lines for bottled water. And there's no end in sight to this crisis. The water treatment system in Jackson had already been struggling for years before the failure. EPA officials flagged multiple issues just last month. And experts say Monday's plant failure shows the devastating effect climate events can have on the country's crumbling infrastructure. And climate change is also causing the most intense, long-lasting heat wave of the summer in parts of the western United States. California is bracing for record-shattering 115-degree weather over Labor Day weekend. We'll keep following these stories. And if you're in Mississippi or California and would like to share your experience with the water or heat crisis, text a voice memo to me at 202-918-4893. In a moment, what's ahead for NASA's Artemis mission? Welcome back to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boodoo. NASA's unmanned Artemis 1 is scheduled to launch tomorrow after technical issues delayed it earlier in the week. And there's a lot riding on the new moon rocket, the Space Launch System, as NASA plans to get humans back to the surface of the moon and maybe beyond. Axios space reporter Miriam Kramer is here to tell us about the stakes of this mission. Hi, Miriam. Hi, thanks for having me. So we've seen a lot of high hopes for this mission. Can you break down what actually the mission of Artemis 1 is trying to accomplish here? Yeah, absolutely. The overall moon exploration program that NASA is embarking on is called the Artemis program. Artemis was Apollo's twin, so it sort of makes some sense. And that includes the SLS rocket and Orion capsule. So this is the big moment where we finally get to see if this rocket that is billions of dollars over budget and many, many years delayed can actually do what it's designed to do, which is bring people to the moon. Uh, This first launch is, like you said, there are no people on it, but it's going to test out everything with the integrated systems that will eventually have people. So this is going to sound really dumb, but since we've already been to the moon, why why are we trying to go back? (laughs) It doesn't sound dumb. It's a very reasonable question. Uh, There's a lot of interesting science that can be done that we only know about because of the Apollo program. So now there are many more questions to answer, including sort of how the moon formed and why it looks the way that it does, and even sort of extrapolating that out to other parts of our solar system and even other parts of the galaxy. Plus, NASA really wants to use the moon this time as a stepping stone to get to Mars. And what do we know about how humans could handle a journey to Mars versus the moon? So with Mars, you are in a capsule for a very long amount of time flying through deep space. There's a lot of radiation that's going to be bombarding your body. It is an extreme environment. Scientists are still trying to kind of figure out how best to combat that and how to make a trip to Mars actually safe for astronauts that would journey there just from like a health perspective. So obviously no one wants this Artemis mission to fail, but I wonder what happens if it does and what are the overall stakes for all of this here? Yeah, I mean, stakes are really high. (laughs) The building of this rocket has stretched over multiple presidential administrations at this point. It has billions of dollars invested into it. And if it doesn't work, it is a real problem for NASA. There are real questions about whether a moon program could survive 
an SLS immediate failure. The Artemis program in general is actually a really international effort from the European Space Agency, the Canadian Space Agency. A lot of different countries are actually relying on this program as well. It's not just NASA. So it needs to work so that all of that can go. Like if we want to have a presence on the moon, Artemis 1 needs to get off the ground first. Marion Kramer is Axios' space reporter. Thanks, Miriam. Thanks for having me. That's it for this week. Axios Today is produced by Fonda Mwangi, Robin Lin, and Lydia McMullen-Laird. Our sound engineers are Alex Sugiyara and Ben O'Brien. Alexandra Boti is our supervising producer, and Sarah Kehlani-Gu is Axios' editor-in-chief. And special thanks, as always, to Axios co-founder Mike Allen. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Stay safe this weekend, and I hope you have a chance to relax. Our team is off for Labor Day, but we're back with the news on Tuesday morning. <laughs>